Good evening, ladies and gents, queens, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. I am the person who just left his work party after mopping the floor with the majority of the straight men in my workplace at axe throwing, while also chugging mezcal and sour beers all night. Leave from the D. Also, oh God, I am also mm-hmm. the bad bitch mopping, mopping with you niggas on Mario Kart Eight. Look out for me. Okay. You're incredibly aggressive this evening. I don't understand it. It's not aggressive. I'm just expressing myself. It feels aggressive, but it's fine. If that's what's on your chest, you get that off. It's all good. I also spent the day watching BMF. I finished Power Book 3 and caught up on Power Book 4. So That explains. I am, in, in my head, I've been selling dope. Um, and a badass bustier with a very tight Gucci belt and a very um, styled mullet. You know, the black lady style mullet. Yes, I kind of want one. I'm, no. I'm kind of <laughs> into it. Kind of Don't one. do that. Don't do that to yourself. I kind of want one. Kind of into it. I would only wear it for like a day though. <laughs> no. <laughs> um... I am the lady who spent all day looking at flower walls for a child's birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) If you you niggas don't get these little bastards some cake, some ice cream, a place to sit the fuck down and some candles blow out and be fucking done. Or just go to Michael's and get some fake flowers. In no, 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 <laughs> no. because I put together my fake own flower ice wall cream, in here and I don't like to candles do that. done. Here's a Nintendo Switch. Go hide in your corner. Nintendo Switch is regular. It's the adult that. party now. Legacy. I am. I am the the public relations people for Queen Elizabeth trying to pretend like she ain't already dead. <laughs> I think she already I think she already did she she probably passed away in like October and they <laughs> I think they wait until like a good day <laughs> to, to let us know so you think this is how the outbreak happens no it's just that like because they <laughs> said she had COVID and this, like, the, the second thing recently that happened, they was like, oh, she's, she's entering the new phase of her life. And then yeah, she... I saw that. I was like, what is what that? Is that death? <laughs> right. And then, and then, I mean, she's and, 90 years <laughs> old. What new phases does she have left? She's been, <laughs> she been old our entire life. Like, I have never she not really known has. her to be. Um, no. and, then she, and then she coming out with all these statements like, oh, you know, I think I, I think old girl needs to be queen and I think she needs to be this. And I, it's like, you know, you know, that's not something that you just like randomly say. Like, that's, <laughs> you, you let us know something's happening. So, look here, um, Miriam, you can barely breathe and you barely know what day it is and what time it is. No one needs your recommendations for anything. Shut no, up. I, Sit down. No, I, I think they got a weekend at Bernie situation. Like they, oh like a <laughs> they got, I hate you. I'm grabbing a beer. No. You did not say weekend, Bernie. Yep. 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 
And it's funny because that leads me right into the first thing. So when it so it was, you know, it was announced that the queen has COVID or whatever. So this I I think the lady's a journalist, kind of hard to tell from her Twitter bio, but her tweets seem very journalist-like. So let's go with that. But she tweeted, the queen has COVID. <laughs> Someone went under, when it's in the comments, like, oh my God, no, not Nikki. And she was like, I'm talking about Queen Elizabeth, girl. <laughs> well, no, that's an applicable, that, that applies because let's not pretend, let me slide this mic closer. Let's not pretend that Nikki Minaj is vaccinated. So, I mean, whether she is or isn't, it's not my business. It is just funny. She made me. it all of our business. <laughs> Which vaccine should I get? Bitch, if you don't sit your wealthy dumbass the fuck down and shut the fuck up and get you shot up or something, for your doctor, goddamn for business. Like it's, uh, it was just funny to me that somebody says the queen has COVID and people's minds immediately thought the human eye. It's like what there is a whole like living queen out here. Well, maybe it's weekend at the Queens, so we don't know. <laughs> See, that's why people don't respect the gays. <laughs> and we just don't respect barbs. Like mm. the barbs are like their own category. They are. It's a subset of gay. It is. And the thing about it is, I actually really like Nicki Minaj a lot. I just I'm good. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like her. She's problematic, but I do like her. The I don't all those like super diehard fan groups are weird to me though, because it's like you doing a lot over somebody you don't know. Like I don't. I mean, you do what you want. You get off how you want to get off. I'm the bitch with an insane tattoo, so you do what you do. I don't really give a fuck. Whatever makes you happy. It's just when y'all get to threatening people's lives, like you doing a lot at this point. <laughs> Niggas, they gonna nig. <laughs> and niggas, they gonna nig. <laughs> but yeah, you just. All right, sweetie. Well, you stay where you're at. Yeah. Well, speaking of people saying where they at, we've talked about Trey Songs a couple times. Oh my God, we're starting. We have to be fair. No one, like. We, yes. No, we don't. It's just like the court of law. No. No, we have Olivia Benson is not coming after us. Good day. We don't anyway, have to be fair. So Trey Songs hasn't said anything, but his brother did. Oh. His brother started. He talked about how it's y'all, it's the same lawyer. And her the lawyers that's representing the girls that's accusing Trey Songs are is also the same lawyer that's representing the girls accusing Chris Brown. Every girl is asking for 20 million. He's like, Y'all don't see the coincidences. You know, only thing that Trey did was punch that cop in the face, which was funny to me. (laughs) Funny to me as well. But (laughs) (laughs) it was stupid. But it was. Yeah, I mean, somehow he walked right up out of there and was on the private jet the next day. I mean, so, you know. So, you know, he says all that, and it's like, sure, I mean, that's your brother. You're going to defend him, whatever. I'm going to wait to see what a judge say. But then, now the lawyer look a little shady. Because why is the lawyer now doing a sit-down interview 
about five active cases with Tasha K. Is this lawyer the Tasha K lawyer? She, she, I don't know if she represents Tasha K, but I know she represents Chris. She, re, she's currently representing Chris Brown and Trey Songs. In, I mean, representing the girls accusing Chris Brown and the girls accusing Trey Songs of sexual assault in these civil suits. I wouldn't be surprised if it was also Tasha K's lawyer, because how else do you even, you know, the way the. I only saw the like teaser trailer that was put out about this because I said I'm not watching that because no, I just don't need to. Oh, I watch it. But it might it might already be up at this point. I don't remember exactly what day. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember exactly what day it was supposed to go. But I'm looking and she's like, she's talking and she's like, I, you know, I'm representing two accusers of Chris Brown and three accusers of Trey Songs, and they all want $20 million, but y'all are focused on the number, the number, all y'all want to talk about is the number. And I asked you, how much is your vagina worth? And I'm like, but why are we doing this? You are a lawyer <laughs> on those open cases. Why is this happening? That sounds like... <laughs> It sounds like something Nene would say. Like, how much? It does. <laughs> like, this is I'm actually, I'm housewife. pretty sure she did say something to those. Nope, she said, "Yo, clit fell off and flew." She away. did. That's what I'm thinking of. But I'm yeah. trying to figure out why. You're going to a YouTube gossip blogger. Yeah. To have a sit down interview about five active cases. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Is Tasha K a YouTube gossip blogger? Yes. Does Tasha K have a large following and the capability to conduct an actual and real interview? Also, yes. Like, Tasha K really is, as much as we talk shit about Vlad, Tasha K really is that like actual true black supplement for that black black. Team. Oh yeah, no, this has nothing to do. This has nothing to do with Tasha This has nothing to do with her. My question is the lawyer because why? First of all, why would you go anywhere doing sit down tell all interviews about open cases? Second, why are you trying so hard to try this in the court of public opinion? Well, that's what lawyers do, especially with public cases. You can you can graduate at the bottom of your class, but as long as you pass the bar, you still a lawyer, right? Right. Like, like you get a deep you get a, a C, C's get degrees, all that. Like, yeah. right. And let's <laughs> be honest, like one of the biggest one of the biggest lawyers for us really just sat there and wrote some bars in his closing statement and got that nigga off scot free. Yeah, if you must acquit. You must do what? No, if it yeah. doesn't fit, you must yes, I agree with you, Elijah. Three seventeen. You must. It, acquit. Just, it makes me incredibly uncomfortable when the lawyer, in cases, especially in cases of like sexual violence and sexual assault, when they go and they're like openly speaking to all these different media outlets and having all these long, in-depth interviews. And one, the client isn't present to speak for themselves, but two, this is happening 
while paperwork is still being filed on these cases. Because he says, there's one girl, we're going to file the suit on Monday. And it's just like, it just makes me incredibly uncomfortable. It feels very skeevy to me. That, unfortunately, is just the nature of, honestly, the nature of any kind of public relations work, regardless of the industry that it may be in. Mm -hmm. That's just what you do. And it's been that way since the 90s. Yes. I mean, yeah, I still don't like it, though. Um, so Monique was on T.S. Madison? Madison's show. Oh, yeah. And now, full disclosure, didn't watch the whole interview. I've, I've seen the, like, extended clips. I just, I can't sit and watch whole interviews. I've I don't have the attention span, but I seen extended versions. I think I see most of it though. And there's two things that stood out to me. One, she was talking about how people don't believe black women till they're dead, and you know all this stuff. She's like, people, black women be trying to tell y'all all the time about what's going on in the industry, da 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 da. But y'all don't want to believe us until we're dead. Then y'all want to make a movie about it and. So there was that. And then we get to the next part. So she then started talking about her being blackballed through Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And she was talking about how, you know, how all that happened. I'm sure at this point, if you listen to this podcast, you know that story because I don't know anybody that's not black or would not know that story that would be listening to us so you know all that so apparently Tyler Perry called her and called her and her husband and they recorded the call yep and in this call he admitted that him and Oprah like did all this to ruin her reputation and they were wrong and blah 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 all that T.S. Madison said that she heard this recording and confirmed that what Monique was saying was true. She, Monique named other people that have heard this recording and called Tyler Perry. And then he told all of them that he didn't want to talk about it. Then he finally said, OK, I'll sit down with Monique, but not her husband. And Monique has to apologize to me. Yeah, I thought that that was like the long running thing, though, was this and now she has to apologize to me because then isn't that what happened with Lee Daniels? Yeah, but that's kind of what he does to every from now. I don't know Tyler Perry, I ain't never worked with Tyler Perry, but from every story that I've heard of people that have and then got on his bad side for one reason or another, it's always said that this is what he does. He kind of close he shuts them out of certain parts of certain he shuts them out of rooms by saying that they're difficult and they're hard to work with and this and that and this and that. And Mm -hmm. then until he decides that you've been punished long enough or he gets an apology, even if it's not something for you to apologize for. Yeah. Because they wanted her to do work that wasn't in her contract. (laughs) And she said- They also wanted to do work for less than what she was actually just- Exactly. And she said no. And then it became Monique is difficult and hard to work with and this and that and this and that. When you had never heard that before, Precious. Right. (laughs) 
No, right. Well, no, we heard that. We heard that before Precious. Um, I hadn't heard that before Precious. I heard that before Precious. And well, I heard tidbits about it before Precious on that, like on the Parkers on the last like two seasons. And it wasn't. Yeah, that I heard it was Countess like, Bond that was the problem. It was, the thing though is that they both got that like, oh, we're hard to they're hard to work with because yeah. they were like, no, we need more, we need more money. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like the Parkers was like, let's let's really give it up. Parkers is one of the highest rated shows on television at the time. Was, that's something that people sleep on. It was like it was very briefly like so. I remember what had happened. Um, the Parkers won. They were out doing Moesha, and Brandy did not like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the reason, part of the reason why we heard some of like Countess Vaughn being difficult was Brandy was putting that out there. Now Brandy has matured. They were very young at the time, but remember, like a couple of years ago. It was either Brandy had apologized to Countess or Countess had posted something on Instagram saying Brandy like, apologized to Countess. Yeah, it was somebody they like, did that real shit. And they mm-hmm. were like, We finally talked after all these years. I'm sorry mm-hmm. for this, this, this. And they didn't explicitly say what was going on. But if you if you know, you know, because you remember that that's what was going on. Like Brandy was mad that like she was being outdone. And so true. Uh, why do you think I call her the angel of death? <laughs> Hakeem died and Dale died. She killed the woman on the freeway and Countess Vaughn's confidence and ability in herself died. <laughs> like, let's just be real. And I'm praying. Don't get me wrong. I'm praying for Eve because she's on that goddamn show with her. And, so and Brand- sisters had a baby. Let's not forget that like we indirectly have the Kardashians because, because of Brandy. Yeah. And all this foolishness going on with Kanye now, like you can Here's draw, the thing. you can I mean, draw a line. Brandy and Sonya invested in their stores to help him open them. And, and Here's Kim, the thing: Kim was Brandy's assistant too. Yeah, we can blame Brandy for a lot of deaths. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to put that put the Kardashians on her. That was some fuck nigga shit that her brother did, and that Sonya and that tired ass Jericho wig that she's been wearing for the last 22 years. They tried to clean that mess up. But her, and, but her brother wouldn't know Kim if if he had met her, if he didn't meet her through Brandy. Is that what it was? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. All right. Well, we'll, 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 add, that to the, we'll add that to the Brandy hate train. Shit. I mean, I'm not on that train. I love Brandy. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. I got a first class ticket. I love Brandy. I don't care what you're talking about. You would never know all seriousness. Like, I love Brandy, I love her music. Brandy just does very odd and strange things, and she does it in this way to put herself as being like this ethical America sweetheart bullshit. Which at this point, bitch, you're 50. Stop it. (laughs) She's not that old. Brandy is that old. I mean, she's 40. 40 what? Is there's another number behind that four. It's the casualty of what happened when you like when you peak when you're like 15, 16, but you never grow out of that mentality that you peaked at. And also when your mother is Sonya Norwood. Yeah. And she's still rocking that same goddamn wig from she's 1993. Brandy's 43. I don't believe it. That's a damn lie. It's just <laughs> like that marriage she lied about that was spiritual. That's her spiritual age. 
I can't. I can't, I can't, dude. I can't with you. Well, I mean, listen. All, all outlet says she's forty three, but then if I think back to when her first album came out, how old it was said she was then forty three makes sense. <laughs> I don't believe it. That's fine. That's that's completely fine. I'm gonna be a brandy birther. Show me the birth certificate. That just seems time-consuming and fruitless. It just feels like you're going to get to the end of that and be very disappointed. <laughs> There's not a thing in this world that's fruitless when you invest your energy. Sure. You got that. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so Brad Pitt is suing Angelina Jolie for selling her share of a piece of property that they own without his consent. This is rich nigga problems that I can't relate to. I don't know why this is even our business. They ain't been together in how long? <laughs> That's what I'm like. Y'all still got entangled assets. Y'all been divorced like 12 years. Yeah. Five, five, at least five years. Like, five. how do y'all still have entangled assets? <laughs> we ain't finished this shit yet. If you niggas don't go on somewhere and live a happy fucking life by your goddamn selves, well, let us be. I actually Especially had Mr. Pitt. They was, even, <laughs> they was even married at one point. Wait, were they married? They or were. I, I just of, forgot about it. I <laughs> always confuse like, their timeline with, Billy, with Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Didn't they overlap? I think so, but at some point uh, I know she overlapped like, with Jennifer Aniston. That's where the overlap was. She was already <laughs> done with uh with Billy Bob. Mm, let's be honest. Who gives a fuck about Jennifer Aniston? Or the cast of Friends. I mean, I don't like that show, so same. Jennifer Aniston has I mean, that's the thing though. She's bothered no one. Like yeah, Brand. she does nothing. All she do is try yeah. to sell you nine different types of lotion at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but speaking about people that have had the same hair since 1995, there we go. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's unfair. Like, Friends, the show, yes. Like, we we don't go up for the show. But Jennifer Aniston herself has... I don't like, mind Jennifer Aniston. She doesn't bother me. Yeah, like, She's she made that choice to keep her hair the same for the last 25 years like she's Lisa Renner. It don't like for, work for Lisa Renner. What the fuck make you think it's going to work for you, ma'am? I mean, look, maybe she like it. She do, and that's the problem. <laughs> what else is happening in the world? My mother just tried to accept, tried to friend me on Snapchat. We sure the fuck won't be doing that. I know, that's right. <laughs> um... Damn, she made me forget what I was talking about. Oh, um, Wendy Williams show is said to be coming to an end. Yeah. In June, I believe. Yep. And it's going to be the Sherry Shepard show. It's going to be the Sherry Shepard show. Yeah. I, I don't. I was never that invested in that show. I won't be invested when it's Sherry Shepard show. I don't even know why talk shows still happen. Um, they're cheap. They're very cheap to um. There it is. Yeah, yeah. 
you pay one person. So like if when you watch TV, like game shows are cheap, talk shows mm-hmm. are cheap, mm-hmm. but soap operas are not because you got to pay all them actors and things like mm-hmm. that. Sex, it's hair, mm-hmm. makeup, yep. writers. And it used to be the other way around when like before we had all the streaming channels and cable and stuff like that, you could just put soap operas on all day because like that's literally the only thing. That's all that was. Well, it was easy ad revenue, hence the name soap opera. Yeah. Yeah. But now, like, you know, a talk show, you pay one person, the host, and that's it. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I just... (sighs) Sure. I mean, it's a better fit than Sherry Shepard when she was on The View. Because she sounded like a whole-ass fool every time she spoke on The View. This kind of show makes more sense for like Sherry Shepard, her her type of comedy and the brand. Also she's she's gonna be better than Wendy Williams. Like let's somebody somebody said something interesting though that I saw that like if Wendy makes a full recovery from whatever issue she has right now, yeah uh, she would be perfect for a podcast where where she can go back to like being radio Mm-hmm. Like doing doing what she did on the radio, but like imagine like you get full unfiltered, unfiltered Wendy, unfiltered, unfiltered Wendy by a podcast. Here's the I thing: Wendy listening. has learned. Like I won't be listening because I don't need that type of negativity in my life. <laughs> no, I might. I might. <laughs> like it's only so many. Like Wendy is what fifty something, sixty something. It's only so many times that niggas thirty years your your junior can run up to you and try and scrap your ass. Like, I feel like she just needs to go and rest and reflect, live off her investments, and just go have a happy life. You know what I mean? Like, it's bad enough that Total, like, it's bad <laughs> enough that Total pulled up and said, bitch, what? And we're <laughs> standing outside waiting for her. And Total wasn't the only one. Like, Winnie just needs to go and rest. She got this alleged dementia and all these alleged financial problems. There's so many things that I hear that's supposedly wrong with her. It's like, it's dementia. It's this, it's that. It was at one point I heard it was some type of cancer. And it's and then Wells Fargo is holding her money because she's under some type of like 5150 or something. And it's just like this whole shit is weird. I don't I, and I, the thing about it is, I don't know what's going on, but I also don't need to. We don't need to know none of this. Like, I know we do a podcast and we talk about pop culture, but in real life, why do we need to know any of this shit? <laughs> it it wasn't a fifty-one fifty. It was okay. Here's this person that is wealthy, and whoever her financial advisor or the person over that aspect of her life was like, okay. Because of these things that have happened, she's prone to the possibility of being financially manipulated, which, okay, totally get. And then these niggas were like, all right, well, let's break this video out from last year that barely anybody saw, got barely any likes, that was already out. And they're like, oh, yeah, Wendy Williams just released a video saying that she was in Florida and she was fine. It's like, no, that video's old. You niggas just I was wondering where that video came from because I was like, I Yeah, because last the this. week before we saw her in the bed barely in a bowl of fruit, yeah, with a nigga with, with her son. I think it was her son, yeah, some nigga with a goddamn camera in her face, and she could barely get the fucking cantaloupe in her mouth. 
How do you go from barely getting a cantaloupe in your mouth to all of a sudden Florida is so great. It's just so beautiful. Like that was an old video, alleged old video. I just, Nonetheless, I'm glad that bitch is off of TV. <laughs> the thing about it is I don't care for her show. I didn't care for her radio show. I don't, I'm not really into that type of stuff, you know. I don't, I don't like that. That's why it's so much stuff that I just skip right the fuck over and don't talk about. Like, I don't like talking about shit involving people's kids. I don't, it's like, if it's something that's like unavoidable, like this Kanye bullshit that I'm just not talking about no more, then all right. Cause it's, I mean, it's dominating the news cycle, but I don't, the like the way that she does it, I don't get into that type of stuff. So well, it's easy never likes been for and clicks. Me. You say what? It's easy likes and clicks. Yeah, that's just never been like my style. Never, I've never gotten into like that mean gossipy, like bullshit like that. Because one, I don't care that much about none of these people's lives. I don't know them. But also, like, for what? These are, because I, I think because I recognize that celebrities are still people who still have emotions, families, feelings, and everything else. And it's like, why continuously do this, like, mean, I'm going to tear you down thing when you don't have to? Because it's the day and age of the internet. And this is what the internet's about. I mean, shout out to her for being able to commodify it, but also, like, Right. It wasn't necessarily like the tearing of celebrities down that bothered me. It was the fucked up stupid shit that she would say just about like, in particular, black bodies. I, I don't mean, give a yeah, fuck but about black kind of into but it, it was hmm. Not necessarily. It's one thing to be talking about, oh, well, she's fucking this guy, right? As opposed to saying, oh, um... Affirmative action shouldn't exist. Those are two very different degrees. And for I mean, the show that she had, it's the show that she had was about, oh, well, you fuck this person, you fuck this person, whatever. In no way, shape, or fashion should she, her bulging eyes, them bulbous ass titties, them horrible wigs, and that god awful no ass of hers be having any real conversation about affirmative action at 11 o'clock in the morning. She's not qualified. See, I never watched her show, so I wouldn't know about none of that. But I'm, I did, I have listened to her radio show, and it's like, but when I hear stuff like that, I'm not surprised because this is the same woman that would go out of her way to try to out people for fun. This is the same woman who would make all these weird ass colorist remarks about, you know, it's like, I just, I don't get into that type of shit. Like, I don't like it. That all of it same, don't like it. But at least at the very least, that's her lane. This is once again back to Tasha. This is why I like Tasha. I don't watch Tasha for breaking political news about American policy at all. But Wendy would try and interject these things. Yeah. And it was not necessary. Yeah. Like this is not what people are looking to you for. We yeah, people we don't come over here for current events. The awfully big torpedo ass titties. That Wendy Williams, I'm sorry, Wonder Woman ass mug. And when she was at home, all that Betty Boop 
sitting in her kitchen eating that tired ass eggs again on a fucking paper plate. It wasn't even paper. It was styrofoam. It was the hefty hundred pack <laughs> with the fork grooves on the side. Okay. I don't come to you for political outreach or anything like that. No. I'm listening to you for trash. And she didn't understand that that was the lane in which made her money. Mm-hmm. She kept wanting to dabble over and try to pull some shit. You're not on the view, sweetie. And you'll never be on the view because you're too much of a liability. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, Twitter was mad at DJ Khaled for being DJ Khaled. What did he do now? Did he say, and another one, one too many times? He he was performing at the All-Star Game, which happened over the weekend, with Lil Baby. I know Lil Wayne was there or whatever. And whatever verse Lil Baby was was going through, people were mad they couldn't hear it because DJ Khaled is being DJ Khaled. And he's up there yelling and screaming like DJ Khaled does. And I'm like, yeah, that's oh, a fight to pick with the person on the soundboard. Yeah, I'm going to turn his mic down. But these kids, they, see, these kids don't know. They have not had to suffer trying to hear I'm so hood through DJ Khaled screaming and hollering the whole damn time. They never had to deal with it. That's why they don't. That's why they mad now. And it's not like you're going to send a goddamn word to any of these like mumbling, bumbling, fool ass niggas say anyway. You sound real old right now. You yeah. okay, grandpa? <laughs> <go to bed. laughs> the truth. It ain't even about being old. Like it's about being honest. And facts are facts, America. And the fact is that these mumbling, bumbling, rumbling ass, thick tongue ass niggas don't enunciate. So you don't now hear you, shit. Now you sounding like Bernie Mac. Right. <laughs> God rest his soul. I mean, but. A lot of Southern people don't enunciate and they speak very fast. So when you add that with a very thick draw, it's kind of hard to understand. Well, also, these niggas are on words. It don't make sense. (laughs) Try and rhyme. Let it go. Love me a good Georgia accent, a good Louisiana accent. I do enjoy. Oh, same. I just don't know what the hell y'all be saying half the time. I just mean when they are talking, it don't make sense. There's no lyrical context. (laughs) Fuck out of here. (laughs) Like you niggas, did you niggas just pick up the antonym and synonym dictionary and was like, all right, here it is. They didn't even do that. I mean, maybe they maybe they was looking at highlights. You know, they got that little thing where you gotta find the opposite word. If they were looking at highlights, we would all be better off. I honestly couldn't tell you a little baby song anymore than I could tell you literally any one of the people. I didn't even know. I It took me forever to realize that little baby and the baby were two different people because I was like, why are we, why does he have different names? I was very confused. I it took me forever to realize that. I only just realized that. I want to say Lil Baby is like featured on a song. And he's on on two songs with Nicki Minaj that just came out that I have not listened to yet. 
But he features on something that, like, I heard maybe at, like, the club or something like that. I was like, this isn't bad. But, yeah, like, there's nothing memorable for, for me at, at, at my age that I can. <laughs> you know, my big grown-ass age, I'm not really searching out LeBay. Because I ain't been to nobody's club in forever, so I don't be hearing this shit. That's the only place I hear. You know, my I got kids. We listening to shit. Broadway scores, or we don't talk about Bruno. We are not talking about Bruno at all over okay. this motherfucker. So I'm going to stop you here with this. We don't talk about Bruno because <laughs> every day last week, someone mentioned that fucking song to me and I've never heard it. And I'm good. Oh. I don't even want to watch Encanto, Enchanto, Enchilada, whatever the fuck it the is. The movie's good at this point because yeah. apparently we don't talk about Bruno. And I don't want to be bothered with Bruno. I mean, they do talk about Bruno eventually, but it's I, so you, not to go back, not to go backwards. <laughs> I remember the song that I like with Lil Baby is the one he has with Kirk Franklin. No, nope. yes. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I do know that song. I do know that song because I was like, "What is happening?" I was so yeah. confused when you, I heard you, it. <laughs> you could not help but have to listen to it at least one time. So, what is it? A trap version of "Stomp"? It's like a. I mean, it's it's like it's got like a gospel beat, but it's like a sample created as a gospel beat, and and like. Yeah. The lyrics are inspirational, and Kurt Franklin does do that like um, thing he was doing in the '90s. Like for those of y'all that don't have to, you know that that is is that kind yeah, of musical preaching. He all my people come together now. That musical preaching. <laughs> for those of y'all that ain't got a home or a house to eat or a pot to piss in, there's always God. And then the beat come in. Yeah, I'm all right. I do remember that song. Though. He need to. You know what Kurt Franklin need to be doing instead of making songs with little baby. Trying to repair his relationship with his children. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Kurt, I mean, he was largely God didn't problematic, but God and I did not. And I am a child of God. I am a virtuous fucking woman, and neither one of us forgot. I mean, I didn't forget either. Virtuous woman. Speaking of children of God, Kiki Wyatt is expecting again. <laughs> Why? Is this number 18? This is number 11. Close enough, bitch. I wouldn't have her off, to be perfectly honest, for the count of children. <sighs> um, Wait, hold on. No, no, no. This can't be number 11. This has got to yeah. be number 12 or 13. I mean, either way, who's counting? She not <laughs> I mean, she posted this very right. picture of her and her partner. I don't know if they're married or not because I don't know enough about her personal life. But I think they are. She divorced. What's his name? The that one who wanted to drag her. around the city with her. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's just that's like, all I remember about that man. Is she used to drag him all around the city with her. <laughs> now. It's only so many times you can pop up at a women's empowerment conference and saying you nigga. <laughs> like how she these kids like <laughs> counting the runs. No, sure, I mean, I you that. know, here and there, um, Avino pull her off stage here at some places that he be at sometimes. Yeah, but that requires Avant to have a stage. 
I mean, you know, Avon always gonna be on the auntie on the auntie circuit. So Avon be out here because I think I've seen Avon three times in the last couple years. As long as it's Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. I about to say, you know, as long as there is, as long as there's a jazz fest, a Mother's Day brunch, a A Valentine's Day concert, a white party (laughs) on a a gentleman diamonds party on a boat, (laughs) a free concert in the park. Avant gonna have a stage. That's fair. That's fair. Avant, Daniel Jones. Case them niggas always gonna have a stay. Anthony yeah, Hamilton, especially yeah. Anthony Hamilton, Keith Sweat, like it's Charlie Wilson. Yeah, Brad Charlie McVay. Wilson show up and these niggas start singing the theme song "The Power" with Joe. <laughs> I was thinking like all four series. I was really thinking. I was like, who would our like auntie tour artists be? I can't think of. <laughs> Like when we hit that, Monica. that like older auntie grandma age, like who is who would our like Mother's Day brunch tour Keisha be? Cole, Keisha Cole, K Michelle, Keisha Cole, K Michelle, Monica, Vivian Green, definitely a Viv, uh, and no men, huh? <laughs> I, it's, it's always really rapping at night because nah, I'm about to say because like you know Trey Song's gonna be on that circuit. Trey Song's is gonna be in jail. Look, let's be honest with, with the way he's going, he ain't gonna be on nobody's circuit. I doubt he's it. gonna be on that booty circuit and pass from cell block A to cell block. B. I doubt it. I but... said what I said and I meant it. Mm-hmm. That nigga is going to jail. I just I don't have the same faith in. The thing is, I don't have the same faith in the legal system on either side. Because if he's innocent, if he's innocent, they never gonna show that as loud as what they, as they show him being accused. And if he's guilty, I don't trust the legal system to believe women enough to give him any real punishment. So either way it goes, I think he's gonna fucking suck. Going to jail. <laughs> going to jail. We said that about R. Kelly the first time too. <laughs> and that nigga. Is in jail. It might have took some time. I about to say he, he is in jail with a cellmate making comic books. He got off the first time to Marvel. Mm. I mean, there's other shit happening, but I don't know that I care. <laughs> oh, got to update y'all on Brit Brit. No. Oh yes. Miss Spears, the only Spears we care about, then got <laughs> that deal with Simon and Schuster to release that memoir, <laughs> that hot $15 million book deal, because she said this bitch Jamie Lynn want to take her stank ass out there lying. I'm about to tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be okay. the first to read it. I'm going to be perfectly honest, and this is going to be controversial yet, Brave. I do believe that Britney Spears' accounts of what has actually happened are diluted and slightly unhinged. And I am more likely to believe Jamie Lynn Spears. See, and this is, is the reason why. Go ahead. Jamie Lynn Spears, despite everything that has happened, has told us a story from beginning to end that is consistent and makes sense, especially based on the behaviors before, 
during and after. I keep telling you niggas, and niggas, and when I say you niggas, I mean every nigga in this world. That child, Brittany needs therapy and medication. And every time I see her post and her Instagrams, everything about it reminds me of a very good friend of mine when they were in a manic spiral and seeing that shit first the fuck hand and being one of two people here in the city that can actually handle that and deal with that shit. Every single solitary thing of it reeks of it. Mm-hmm. It is so reminiscent. It makes me uncomfortable. And this, oh, free Britney, free Britney. Britney, Britney deserves to have her. Yes, she does. But we have to remember, too, there's a bunch of shit that's been attached to this that either A, we don't know, or B, has been alluded to. And the behaviors that I have seen on this reminds me too much of that. See, for me, am I going to buy that book? Yes. I'm going to buy the book. I'm going to read the book. Did you buy uh, Angela Stanton's book? No, the fuck I did not. Why don't we buy Britney Spears' unhinged memoirs? No, no. Listen to me. Hear me out. Now, I always said free Britney into proper care. That is what I always said. Because I don't agree with conservatorships. I don't, I I think they should, that should be a last resort in the most extreme of cases. And nothing, nothing that I saw of Britney's behavior said it was an extreme of a case to warrant a conservatorship. Do I think Britney needs to go to therapy? Yes, because people don't understand being under that tight of control for that long, you end up in this state of like arrested development. So physically, she's 40. Mentally, we don't know where she is. And so it's, there's already, so yes, I agree with the therapy portion. I think that the truth is somewhere between Britney's and Jamie Lynn's stories. Um, And I only say that because other people that Jamie Lynn wrote about in that book has come out and said she was lying about her interactions with them. So it's, I don't believe that Jamie Lynn is, I think she's putting the sauce on it, but I also think Britney's denials aren't as true as people want them to be. My only concern is, I was just going to say real quick, like my concern is that because Britney is now free from the conservatorship, but for 13 years of that conservatorship, she was drugged, medicated, Mm -hmm. given all kinds of treatments against her will, all that type of stuff. I would imagine if I were in her situation, I would find it very difficult to trust anyone, especially when it comes to like, therapy, psychology, psychiatry, anything like that. So it's probably like, of course, you know, average person, they they may recognize, they may recognize that they need therapy. So they go out and get it. You put your, you put in, 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 you have to put your trust into someone to go into your mental and psychology, all of that and tell you what's wrong or help you figure out, help you figure out a path to some kind of wellness. 
I can't imagine she she would want to see anybody with with a doctor in their title or anything like that. Like I yeah, yeah. like I, I like I'm thinking that you know is therapy the solution? It should be. Is it going to be her solution? I don't know if she would do that quite yeah, honestly. I don't know what like, treatment for her looks like. What even just even if there isn't any deeper mental health issues other than the fact that she got very very famous very very young and then immediately lost control of her life like i i don't know that a licensed trained medical professional will be her answer because those have been the people that have inflicted so much of this on her there's also so much of this story that we don't know and that's the thing too we will never know if it's like Oh, Britney Spears was prior to all of these things full and capable of um, being cognizant and making these decisions for herself. But I always go back to why would dad go release the medical records? And every time, every time I think about this whole Britney Spears shit, that always sticks out my, especially once again, seeing the Instagram post, seeing what to me and in my own personal experiences resembles someone who is and yes i'm going to be an armchair therapist and i hate i hate being an armchair therapist but too much of this is very similar to a friend of mine that was to more than a friend who was manic depressive bipolar and making very manic decisions and we we talk about like her being like drugged against her will, but how many people with like real tangible mental health issues, um, schizophrenia, manic bipolar depressive issues that will say I was drugged against my will, but it was necessary for them to be adults and to live. Yeah, I don't think well. I mean, we may never know because like. She could have had something pre-existing that necessitated some of the actions that were taken. Well, I don't think we'll ever know because, like, I I can't see her going to a doctor's office, someone diagnosing her in that in that way to say, like, this is exactly what's going on in your brain and here's how you can treat it Um, or here's what was going on. I don't know. Like, I, I just cannot see that happening anytime soon. Maybe when, when she gets to a point, you know. We have to I, keep I, in I, mind, too, for the last 13 years, it was twice, I believe it was twice a year, we had to go in front of the judge and say, can we extend this? And the judge had to look through tangible, actual medical records and have interviews with her for the last 13 years that for the judge was enough to keep that conservative Well, see, this is the thing place. about that, though. This is the thing about that, though, because if you... I got I got really, really invested in this Britney Spears thing for a while. If you look at... If you go back and talk to judges that presided, they all said they never spoke to her. And I don't know how you can make a decision about extending someone's conservatorship without ever speaking to them. How did, hold on, because how did all of the previous judges never spoke speak to her? But for the last two to three years, we've heard about her having this conversation and having this interview with- That's with this the most- two recent. separate judges. 
about the, maintaining this conservatorship. Like, in order to maintain that, ones, you have to talk to them. So this is the thing. The most recent ones have talked to her. But there's been several judges over on this case over the course of the 13 years. And at least three have said they never spoke to her. Well, even the most recent ones have spoken to her and found enough to be like, yo, yes. this has got to right. be put in place. But see, that's the thing. Yeah, the most recent ones may have, but this is 12, 13 years into this. Like at this point, we can't even say how much of this is just trauma response and how much of this is, you know, it's like there's so many things because being in a conservatorship, even with what we know to be fact, is you can see it's an abusive situation. In this particular case, not all conservatorships are like that. And I'm very well aware there are some that are oh, very- There's definitely some abuse happening. There's definitely. But it's my, like, my if we're, is- like we're looking at a situation that we have documented cases of abuse, of invasion of privacy, of the, because like, you know, when it's on this cameras in her bedroom and in her, her bathroom and yeah. it's like stuff like that. And we're looking at, and yeah, the most recent judge may have talked to her and said, yeah, we should extend or not extend or whatever else. But it's like, that this is people talking to her after 10 years of this, 10, 12 years. So yeah, now at where we stand today, she might've needed that, but that's not to say that she needed that when they put her in it. Well, she did need it when they put her in it because her behavior was erratic. And we all saw it. We all saw that. That whole, if you can survive two, if, if Britney Spears can, can survive 2000, what was it, 2007, 2008, I can survive through this. When that I was a period back, of though, like, When I look back, I don't see it as erratic. It was erratic. I it see, was erratic. When I look back, st- coming from where I'm standing, when I look back, I see a woman that got married, promptly had her marriage dragged because of the situation that her baby daddy chose to create, had two kids very close together and was consistently being chased and wrote about. Yeah, I saw but that doesn't mean that her behavior That's her what response I in that situation wasn't erratic at all. And that also doesn't that. mean that, that that wedding and those children weren't a erratic response to what was happening. Like think of let's like let's really think about Kevin Federline. Let's let's seriously think about fucking Kevin Federline, right? Who out of Star Jackson? She was the only other one. And that girl quickly wrote that man off. Who else has this man been tied to? Nobody. And there's a reason behind it. And Char had that man when she was young and never looked the fuck back. There was a definite reason behind it. There was another reason why there was that fiance who, according to reports, everyone was worried about because he was a scammer and she was investing money and but life that and energy. To, with that happens to and people now she's living in Hollywood all the time. That happened to Mary J. Blige. That's that happened to Mary J. Blige. That happened to Brittany Murphy. That happened. Well, to- not not according to Brianna, but that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing because she don't even talk to her father. That's a whole nother thing. There have just been too many things that have happened that we have seen publicly with Britney Spears for any, to be perfectly honest, for anybody to not 
think twice about this conservatorship being put in place. And I also think twice about it being revoked. For, We've seen far too much. For and now me, that it's gone, sis is out here. Sis is hurt. I cannot. I have blocked her because I don't want to see her shit. It makes me uncomfortable because everything about it just reeks of <sighs> manic depressive behavior. For me, I don't know. I, I guess for me, it's hard for me to make that type of a leap or conclusion just because we're talking about a person who's lived in an unnatural state of being basically her whole ass life. Like being famous and that known is super unnatural. So it's like, I don't, I just don't know that she's that as connected to the day-to-day world as everybody else is. Because No, I mean, her, everybody with any kind of level of celebrity is disconnected from a sense of reality. But that's what I'm saying. It's like talking about take, from a young age. However, there are very basic nuances of human behavior that with her just don't line up. Maybe. I don't know. I just think if you take a situation like being like world famous from the time that you're like nine and then the second you get grown, you get thrown into a conservatorship and now it's a whole different type of control and restriction on your life. I don't I just find it hard for me to say what is happening. I don't know if I'm watching a a manic outbreak, a trauma response, or just somebody celebrating, finally being able to do what she wouldn't do. I don't know what I'm looking at. So I will always go back to him saying, to the father saying, right, wrong, or indifferent with everything else he's done. Him just flat out saying, I want the medical records released. And there's something about that. To be perfectly honest, that exactly, if I was that father minus the abuse, that's exactly what I would do. Like, I want the medical records release. Like, if this is what we're going to do, I want the world to see exactly what it is. There's so much more happening. There's so much more. Yeah, there's a lot we don't know. And I cannot, I cannot take any of that face value because we've already seen far too much. Yeah. Jamie Lynn got pregnant. And that was really it that we ever saw face first. Like, that was it. We saw her get pregnant at a young age. That was it with her. We never saw anything else until this shit. Yeah. I don't know. Jamie Lynn, I can't take her at face value either because literally every person that she mentioned in that book has said she lied, so. I mean, so did Phaedra. So did Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> listen whatever I mean I don't know I don't care about none of the rest of this shit it's dumb it's a lot but it's all dumb so. um, well Top Chef's gonna be showing in March I was actually just with my chef and she lost at axe throwing <laughs> Chef Sarah Welch <laughs> lost at Axe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> to me. I'm only doing that because she's like, I love her very, 
she's very competitive and I'm not competitive at all. And I like was mopping floors with niggas. Nonetheless, <laughs> that's going to be coming out in March. So, uh, ooh, you know what? Uh, Fuck it. I'm not, excuse nothing. Fuck you, niggas. I'm not doing Jesus this today. I'm drunk Christ. and I'm over it. What's this happening? <laughs> um, let's get into emotional check-ins, y'all. Let's yeah. just roll on through. Yeah, like, yeah. Plus, I got to work tomorrow, too. Well, Aaron, How are you feeling, Aaron? I'm good. Um, still good. Nothing new, quite honestly. I saw that there was some drama at my one of my previous employers, my most recent previous employer. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was just like, nigga, what no, happened? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It just sort of confirms that. Did not like, quite gay boy get caught up in some bullshit? Oops. Mm-mm, <laughs> um, I don't care because these niggas ain't going to fight me. And these niggas always talk a bunch of shit. Never mind. I, I, I saw something. I, I saw a tweet. Like, I always see a tweet. But I did kind of see a tweet that was to the effect of, like, you'll never know, like, or it, no, 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 no. It was just, like, the, the situation that almost killed you, like, um, um, do you realize how strong you were when, when you didn't, when you didn't fall off? So um, I'm, I, I, I realize that more and more, more and more. Um, mm-hmm. I also, like, I'm also just generally feeling better because we are inching towards spring. The, the sun is out and yeah. brighter and it was nice today it was nice today like it was still cold but it was nice like i was in brooklyn today too ah you didn't say nothing um and that's because i was like i'm in brooklyn at like 10 in the morning everybody and then i forgot today was a holiday so wasn't nobody working because i'm like i'm at brooklyn in brooklyn at 10 in the morning everybody I know was working <laughs> I went for a walk this morning, and when I tell you there was nobody outside, like literally nobody outside. When no. you you can't like you know tw- it's it's twenty four seven any other day, but I was like I feel like I'm in the suburbs right now. It's like where are people? Like I just wanted to like take a stroll to the coffee shop. The coffee shop that I go to, there was nobody inside, and they were like, "You want to sit down and 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 have a drink?" I was like, "Yeah, I think I will," because like y'all are usually packed, so. Um, so I got yeah, I mean, my house to Bushwick and back in less than an hour. I'm saying, if I had known that it was so quiet, I would I would have planned something. I would have gone to Central Park or something like that. But no, um, it's it things have been on a steady pace. Let's say that. That's well, how you feeling, Siobhan? I've been really introspective this last week. There's things happening and moving in my life right now and, you know, stuff going on and stuff. And it's just really forced me to be extremely introspective and really take stock of relationships, of situations, you know, all types of different things. So it hasn't been like I've been down, but I've definitely been more introverted than I normally am this last week, week and a half. Yeah. Okay. That's about the best way I can describe it because it's just stuff I just don't want to get into on here, but, you know. Well, I'm ready to get into all of it. Okay. 
All right. <laughs> I am completely and utterly sick, disgusted, and tired of grinding my ass the fuck off and being surrounded by people who don't do the goddamn fucking same. Because in my mind, we are all co-workers. We're all working towards the same goal, right? Which is just to make money and to take our asses home. Very simple. It's not hard. I am absolutely positively disgusted, di-fucking-sgusted <laughs> by people who leave my bar fucking filthy. I might be filthy at home. And that's in my own home, which my name is on the lease. In other people's homes, I am not because that is their home. And I can't do that in their home. I, I can do that in my home. When I'm at work, guess what? My name ain't on the lease of that place. So no, I'm not going to be disgusting there. My bar is going to be tidy and neat and kept. And the fact that I spend half of my goddamn shift, mind you, with this one person in particular, they, they don't work the way that I do. They have the quote-unquote gift for gab. When really it's just they're trying so hard to kiss ass and get along and fit in and, and fit the fuck along, but cannot back it up at all. We're talking about somebody who fucking... Sh- I'm about to go on a bartender rap. We're talking about somebody who shakes Manhattans, martinis, boozy drinks. If there is not an ounce of citrus in this, it does not need to be shaken. This person also shakes drinks with sparkling. You know what you do with sparkling? You top it. Because it kills the carbonation. Basic, far, tender, one, oh, fucking one. Things that we all learn as quote-unquote craft bartenders or as wealthy white women like to say mixologist and then get mad when I say I'm not a mixologist I am just a bartender because there's so much more to this than just making fucking drinks basic shit and then to have somebody that doesn't understand the most basic shit about their own fucking job question me my work ethic my integrity my intelligence and and my God, it, and the work that I put into and references and my resume in no way, shape, form, or fashion do any of you raggedy. And once again, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it, ruthless, toothless niggas with poor, horrible haircuts via, via Nev Campbell, Scream 2, except worse. Mm-mm. There is nothing you have to say to me at all. At all. I'm in my senior year. The senioritis is kicking hard. I do not care. My patience is no. My respect is minimal. I don't give a fuck. The only thing that I want to do is quietly, happily, wholeheartedly. And with the spirit of the good Lord who has brought me this fucking far, collect my things and move into the new phase of my life. I don't feel like fighting. I don't feel like arguing. And I don't feel like having to check you. But you keep saying 
and doing disrespectful shit. And I have to very kindly check you. Hmm. And then you want to go, you sure? And then I have to go, you sure? No, no, no. Are you sure? Because you just shook, you just shook a Manhattan. Are you sure? You just threw Contro in an espresso martini. Are you sure? You just made bullshit ass sour mix. You made sour mix. You made sour mix and then put it with fucking St. Germain. Bitch, are you sure? You niggas ain't sure. But I'm feeling great, wonderful, blessed, and confident not only in my abilities, but also in myself. And guess what? A nigga is fine. That's just it. A nigga's fine. That and was a long of, rant to be fine. <laughs> well, no, and this is what, no, because that's applicable because this is where we're going. Okay. One of my favorite fucking singers who come to find out is a very good friend of one of my friend's brothers, as well as the same brother is good friends with one of my favorite fucking YouTubers. And apparently they were all hanging the fuck out and just decided to scroll through my fucking Instagram. And I ended up getting followed by two people that I like massively admire, mainly because one of them wants to fuck. And I said, I know what the fuck I am. I know who the fuck I am. I know what the fuck I bring. And I know what the fuck I know. And I know what the fuck I don't know. And I'm more than willing at this point to arrogantly and narcissistically stand the whole ass fuck ass truth the fuck in it. Facts, in the words of the iconic legend, Monique Hart, season 10, and Drag Race All-Star season four. Facts are fucking facts, America. And when I tell you I might be a boring bitch in my off time, but I still turn the fucking party. And it ain't a nigga, a bitch, a trans bitch, a trans nigga, a dog, a cat, a houseplant, a ficus that can stand with me. I am that girl. I am the doll. I am the time, the moment, the face, the living legend, the icon. I am all of these things. And the minute that you, and the sooner that you niggas realize this shit, the better off we'll fucking be. Because you too can also be the time, the moment, the face, the icon, the living legend. But do that in your own lane. We ain't got to fuck with each other and we ain't got to fight. Let's just be and be happy. I'm about to order pizza. So I'm going to wish you all you niggas a good night. Also, I have drank. A lot of mezcal. I see. And I was around a bunch of people that I was around a few people that I did not care for. <laughs> I see. I mean, it is what it is. It is. At, at 36, almost 36 years old, almost 36. Like literally. I mean, you ain't gotta 36. keep saying that like that. Like, July. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because people keep asking me. People keep asking me my age. 
I mean, and I'm now I, I started lying about yeah. it, but then I was like, no, because there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that I knew that didn't even make it to thirty, or thirty-two, mm-hmm. or three, or four, mm-hmm. or five. So I'm gonna sit in my whole ass a week away from thirty-six shit, and I'm gonna talk my shit because a bitch look good. A bitch knows his shit. He's a talented bartender. He knows his food, his art, his culture, his politics, as well as his reality TV. I'm going to stand firmly in my shit. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to pat myself on the motherfucking back. And I'm going to say I'm the goddamn goat. And if you niggas not sitting there and telling yourselves you're the goddamn goat, then you're doing something wrong. Because it's enough room for all of us to be the GOAT. We can all be the greatest of all time. We can all. Because time is a time is a man-made construct. We can all be the goddamn GOAT. Speaking of tooting your own horn, I had a proud mama moment this week. So my kid was in the car listening to NPR. It's a hard beat up. No, it wasn't that one. It was a big one. She was in the car listening to NPR. And they were talking about what's going on in Ukraine and all that. Ooh. Hold on. Because Again. she says, this Russia stuff is crazy. You know, the Russian and the U.S. haven't liked each other since the space race. And they still don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> My child's like- 60, apparently. So it's <laughs> I mean, she got a point. She got a point. Like, why are we still beefing with them? Like, we have never known peace. Like, before we were. This is a war between white people. This ain't got nothing to do with us. This is a war between the whites. It's always going to have something to do with us. Who do you think about to be out there? It's always going to have something to do with us. Well, never mind. That's too controversial. Yeah, brave. How about who you think of you drafted? Come on now. The dark Herman and the Kane. poor. Ben Carson. Fuck him. Is he still Y'all alive? can figure y'all can yes, he is. Herman Kane was the one that died. I mean, you know, but he died. I ain't seen this nigga in like five years. I thought he died. No, Ben Carson has been popping up doing bullshit ass interviews because Ben see, Carson. See, I make a point like to not good. see Ben Carson, which is why I have not seen him in five years. <laughs> if he was an actual surgeon, you would never see him because he'd be doing what? Surgery. I mean, exactly. I don't think he's been an actual surgeon since he wrote that fuck ass book. So. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. Aaron, did they make you read that book too? Everybody no, had to read that. I was just going to say. In, in my middle school experience, I, I did not read the two books that literally every other Black person read. I did not read Gifted Hands, and I did not read Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. So I missed out on two Oh, I movies. read both of them. <laughs> I, I don't think I read Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry, but I definitely read Gifted Hands. I read and how gifted them. are those hands? Yeah, and I didn't know. Just because a nigga got a steady hand doesn't mean he has a steady mind. I didn't know Ben Carson was from Detroit until the the movie version of Gifted Hands came out. With really? I, you, I didn't yep. know that until right this moment. Like I had no <laughs> no idea. And I'm I actually really book, surprised about like, that. Third grade. <laughs> no, because they used to tout out like especially that place, with specifically that place where you and I had the unfortunate experience of having to attend. Mm-hmm. They used to tout out all of all of the like successful conservative blacks. 
No, I were you not. there when Herman came came the first time he ran for president? Oh fuck no! What? <laughs> yes. Maybe. Oh no, that school. That's Dan Quayle came. George Bush. Both Bushes came. Herman Cain came. Uh, John McCain was there. All of these niggas were there to take photo op with the little young black uh, uh, unfortunate children. Of I blocked, you know what? I, th- some of those celebrity appearances I blocked out because I probably wasn't connecting like who some of these people were at the time. So like, yeah. Oh no, I remember it vividly because myself and very good friend, I'm just saying her name, myself and Lauren were <laughs> like, oh yeah, they were watching us because we were like this is bullshit. <laughs> and as very young children, you could see that on our face, and it reeked out of our pores. It's like this is bullshit. Why are they here? Why are we here on this hard ass floor, sitting cross legged with our fucking ankles and knees all like bent out of shape and fucked up? This is torture. Talk about being forced to be medicated. That was some forced ass bullshit. Mm-mm. And that woman whose name I'm not gonna say, but she reminds, but she's got the same last name as a very popular popular uh, chocolate sauce and candy company in this city that many children sell. She also oh, has a I very mean. big forehead and a shiny bald spot. <sighs> Is she still alive? Because she's another one that was old. Unfortunately, <laughs> and her cohort in villain villainry. <laughs> Recently uh, ran for Senate, I believe. Yep. I saw him turn all the little young black. As an adult, we'll read. (laughs) Did you? Not too long. Yeah. Why? I went to that cornerstone. (laughs) I don't want to say why. I don't want to say why. (laughs) I was at a I was at a fundraiser that I didn't know was going to be a fundraiser, and someone that we know. Uh, a young lady whose name rhymes with hilarity. Oh my god! I can't. I can't. No, I'm air it out. I can't. No, because she aligns herself with this like deeply Republican institution. Let's be honest. I'm I'm trying to give. (laughs) She's not a bad girl at all. She's not a bad girl. She's not a bad woman at all. She's actually very sweet and very talented and very smart and really kind. But it makes me question because you've chosen to align yourself with this. At the time, at the time, I, th- I think if, if, if. I mean, I know a lot of Black Republicans, so I don't, I know quite a bit, but I also went to high school in Ohio, so it makes sense. No, nah, I'm good. I don't need you. And I, to be perfectly honest, at this point in my life, I don't want the Black Democrats either. Yeah, I all have... the political parties are trash. You know, it's all you know... a fucking scam, so. In an addendum to my check-in, I, I, I am realizing because a few of us have been talking more and more about it as the day comes. Uh, my 20-year high school reunion is in a few months, and I am reminded that... Mine too. Uh, yep, we up there, but... Yep. Um, if you were to look at the most three three most like famous classmates out who, who made it, right? Uh, one is the first Black woman to travel to every country in the world. The Pardon. second is is a um, in in her field quite renowned psychologist. You want to know who the third most right. person from our class is? Oh, um, one of the the most followed Black Republican in Arizona on Twitter, who is currently running for Arizona State Senate. <laughs> Hold up, 
And he was, and this person was like always. Wait, is this like the one the most that followed back Republican running for state? Is this Senate the one that um he said something about that he just stopped trying to overturn the election and then they started sending racist shit to his daughter and said he sent it to her himself or some shit? No, 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 I don't no. Know. It's some black Republican. Black Republican there. running for state Senate in Arizona, but he's from Detroit. Yeah, so he, the thing is, he's not like Fox News famous, but he's like Twitter uh, famous. So okay. Everybody else that went, to, everybody else I went to high school with, I love them all, but like nobody's like known like that. Everybody just went on to have regular jobs. But like, I, I was talking with some one of my classmates one day. I was like, you do realize that like I can't the, the most famous Black Republican in Arizona <laughs> went to high school. Okay, I mean, let me ask you this: Is his first name a religion? His, his first name is a religion, yes. And his last name him. is a very common Negro name. Like, yep, he <laughs> looked like a fool. Two of my classmates are in Congress now, so. To be perfectly honest, this nigga looked like, this nigga looked like a mechanic that would rip you off. Oh, Jesus Christ. He do. Uh, mm-hmm. Just look up, just look up the most predominant religion in, um, I mean, you can just tell country. me when we hang up when we get off here because I don't. I'm not looking up nothing. You can just tell me when we get off here. <laughs> I'll say this: Christ and Melfar. That's as close as I'm willing to get. Okay. Go off. All right. Well, I want to wish all of y'all a great, wonderful. I want to go play Mario Kart. I just bought myself a Switch for my birthday, and I have things to do. So I want to wish all of you niggas a great and wonderful night. Also, I'm gonna tell you this: Go fuck yourselves. Because I'm going to go fuck myself. Have a good night. Bye, y'all. Hey, bye, y'all.